A lot of people don't know or realize that they're capable of change. But if, if you say it, if you say that you see it in them, well, then they have all the fuel they need to rise up to that expectation. It's really, really a cool thing to see. Natalie Hayes, thank you so much for tuning into the Fit to Lead podcast. We we are talking about how to give constructive criticism today that will empower your team and not break them down. I'm so excited to have you guys here and we are going to get into all the juicy details, but I wanted to recap one thing. About two weeks ago, we had an episode that was how to build the foundation of a great team. And I laid out how, and it was all about trust, how to build trust within your team, because trust is truly the foundation of a team that can be honest with each other and have hard conversations, which is going to make everyone feel seen, heard, and perform better. So I want to start out with a little trust building tip. I think I might just start out every episode with a trust building tip going forward because trust really is so important. Everything I'm going to cover in this episode will be enhanced as your trust within your team is enhanced. So trust building tip of the day is to take ownership of all your meetings. As a leader of any organization, I'm sure you're a part of a lot of meetings. Some of them have been good. Some of them have been bad. But a way that you can make them all better and bring everyone together as a team is to state your intent before every meeting. By doing this, you set the tone for the entire meeting and you demonstrate a vulnerability in a way by explaining what you'd like to get out of this meeting. You remind people why they're there and what they're there to accomplish, and it really just gets everyone's eyes set in the right direction. So I really encourage you to take that time before any sync meeting, any time that you're taking up people's time. Make sure that you're the one opening the floor and you're taking ownership of that and you take responsibility for the direction the meeting goes. I really think that is going to help you build trust and it's going to help build a common understanding of why people are using their time to be there with you. So that is a trust building tip of the day is state your intent before every single meeting and make sure that's clear. Now getting into the topic of the day, how to give constructive criticism or constructive feedback in a way that empowers people and doesn't break them down. This can be a really tricky one to navigate depending on the situation. But so I just want to set the stage for the type of situation where these tips would apply. So these tips are going to be for someone that clearly has good intent, clearly has potential. Maybe they're new. Maybe they're new to the position. Maybe there's a lot of things that they don't understand or you two just don't understand each other's expectations yet. These tips are not for the person that you think has a serious morale issue and truly needs to be removed for the organization. This is someone that just needs a little um, getting on the right path, a little constructive feedback from you, their supervisor. So we want to look into how to do that in the best way that is going to create the best result for you and your team. The first tip is when you see something that isn't up to standard or doesn't fall in line with your priorities, make it as a timely of correction as possible. If you can correct it on the spot, if it's not something that's sensitive that you think you could do in front of the group, I encourage you to do that because it's gonna create a shared understanding across the board of what is 
acceptable and what isn't. Um, it doesn't have to be personal and it, it shouldn't be negative or harsh in nature, but there shouldn't be anything bad or negative about spot correcting right away to make sure that it doesn't create a habit. And I know a lot of professionals would say to don't correct in front of other people to always do it behind closed doors, but that goes back again to trust. And the more trust you have in your organization, the more free you can to be honest with each other because people don't feel threatened and they truly look at the corrections as a positive thing in a way for them to get better. Um, And they'll do it to each other too. They, They should be keeping each other accountable. So it shouldn't just come top down. But the more that they understand that expectation, the more that they'll keep each other accountable because they all want the organization to be successful. So I encourage you to, if if you can catch it early, if it's small, if it's a small enough thing to make it as timely as possible and correct on the spot whenever possible. Studies have shown that novices really value positive feedback when they're just beginning because it really helps boost their confidence, which is needed. A person has to feel like they know what they're doing and that they got to have the basics down before they can really refine. But once people become experts, studies have actually shown that they prefer negative feedback over positive because they feel like it helps them hone in on their craft, and they especially prefer negative feedback better than no feedback. There's nothing more discouraging than doing a bunch of work, putting a bunch of effort into something, putting your heart and soul into it, and getting no positive or negative feedback. A person who is ignored at work is twice as likely to be actively disengaged. So the answer is also not to ignore um, these problems or ignore these people and just hope that they go away and someone else fixes it. If it's happening in your AO, it's your responsibility to fix it. And just remember, again, people want to get better. And more than that, they want to be a part of something great. And you can't build something great unless you're willing to have these hard conversations with individuals to help improve the team overall. So it's worth it. It's definitely worth it to have these conversations. Okay, moving on to the next point. Number two is focus on the one thing, not the 10 things. I know that in certain situations, there are certain people that might need a little more love than others. You might want to go full force with the whole list of things you've been keeping track of in your head um, while slowly getting angrier and angrier, but let's not do that. Let's think of the one thing that could really move the needle forward if they change in their behavior or if they improve just a little bit. And then let's focus on that and let's continue to give feedback until they get it right. And then let's move on to the next thing. If you just pile a a bunch of things on a person, they'll feel defeated and it might seem impossible to them, like they couldn't overcome all of this. But every single day, if we just focus on one step at a time, the only way is up, right? So they'll eventually get there. We just got to take it one step at a time, one step at a time. You're going to lead them to the top of the mountain, but you can't expect them to take it in one step. Okay, now we're transitioning into the scenario where um, it probably wouldn't be appropriate to just course correct on the spot, but maybe you're having a sit-down meeting with someone about a way that they can improve. The biggest trap that I think people fall into here in these conversations is it's so easy for one or both people to become emotional. One person might feel defensive and the other person might feel like they're not being listened to. So a way that you can help that is again at the beginning of the conversation to stress your positive intent, to disarm them 
of the notion, the normal human reaction of this person's mad at me, I failed, this person's out to get me, whatever might be going through their head, whatever normal responses they have to hearing something negative about their work is to just disarm that right away by saying, hey, I'm here to help you grow, to help you do better and be better because I believe in you and I see the potential in you. So that's where I want this conversation to go. If you start out with that, you're going to have a much more productive, healthy conversation where both people are engaged and interested rather than saying, hey, you really can't get this one thing right. Like, what's the problem? That, that will just get, put that person into coming up with all these reasons of why, why they messed up, why they can't do it. So start out neutral, start out just saying, we're going to go in a positive direction. You're the leader, you decide what direction the conversation goes. So just say it outright. And again, I hope this goes without saying, but you really do actually have to care. Like you can't be faking that you care about their growth and you see their potential. If you are, I really recommend you reevaluate your position and and what you're doing because they'll be able to tell and you'll never be able to get the team together if you don't genuinely care about the people doing the work for you. So make sure that they know that you care and then use that to open up the conversation. Okay, the next tip is to be specific and focus on productivity, not personality. Communication is one of the hardest, hardest things in every single organization because I really think that every single person just speaks a different language. Like things, words mean things, but words mean different things to different people. And it's just hard, guys. Like there's no getting around it. If it was easy, everyone would do it and it wouldn't be worth anything. So firstly, be specific in your feedback. Whatever it is that you need that person to do, you need to show them with examples. I see a lot of leaders just they're unsatisfied with what was presented to them. So they just restate their intent or they restate what that person already knows. But it means something different to that person. Like they're they're gonna have a really hard time understanding what you want because if they, ha- you know, if they're really trying, they think that they're providing you with this. But if you just restate something that they've already heard, they're, they're just gonna be very confused and not sure exactly what you want. And it's not necessarily their fault or your fault. You just maybe have different understandings of what like the word organize, organize mean, or you have different understandings of what the word timely means, right? Like those are vague words that mean different things to different people. So an example of bad feedback would be, so an example of bad feedback would be, this class was very confusing to us. You need to write more clear ones going forward. A better example of feedback for this person would be this class was not as clear as we need it to be from now on add concrete data to back up your points use bolded lifts graphs and other visual aids to make things easier to read that's a classic example right add pictures (laughs) always add pictures (laughs) um but so that makes it clear the person now obviously clearly knows what's expected of them not just make your presentation better Additionally, keep it as specific to this situation as possible and try not to drag any other similarly related issues from the past into it. Um, That, again, can make it seem personal. As much as you can, focus on this specific situation and give feedback that's relevant now, not would be relevant in the past. I think this is very specific to if in that past situation you gave the same feedback or not. If you didn't give feedback, 
I would say don't bring it up. It can just cause resentment and make you seem very unsupportive. But if this is again like the second or third time you're giving this feedback, I think that'd be okay. But just try not to dwell on it and make most of your feedback about the current thing going on. The next tip is a big one that a lot of leaders skip and it's also going to be one that's going to build trust and respect amongst your team, but it's to listen to the person, to give them time to A, process this feedback, and then show them that you value them by letting this be a two-way conversation. After stating what you have to say, make sure you ask, what do you need for me to be successful? Is there anything I can do to make your job easier? Or what could I do to help you perform better? Um, I think that's really going to help that person feel supported and help empower them to ask for what they need because not everyone knows that they can or should ask for what they need. So get their feedback, get their ideas, see if they have anything that they want to share with you and just make sure that the floor is open for it to be a two-way conversation and make sure they know that. Say those words because people don't assume that it's a two-way conversation, especially if you're pulling someone aside for some constructive feedback and end by giving them enough time to course correct. What I like to do is ask someone for their input by saying, when do you think you can make these changes by, or when do you think we could see something different and let them set the timetable for when they can get something different to you. That really like helps them be a part of the decision-making process as well. And, and they'll often say something sooner than, than you would. So Give them that time, give them that input, um, and and don't rush the process if you don't have to. Let, Let them take time to get it right. And then again, end with some words of faith in them, like things like, I'm really glad that we have you on the team. I can see that you're getting better each and every week, and I'm really excited to see where you go from here. All right, guys, so those are my six tips for giving constructive feedback that is going to empower your team. So to recap, firstly, this is all built on trust, and it will get better and better as your team trusts you and each other more. But first, make it as timely as possible so it doesn't create a habit, even correct on the spot if possible. Number two, focus on the one thing, not the 10 things. Let's get one thing right and create some positive momentum, build some confidence, and then let's move on to the next thing. We got to get that one step in first before we can get to the top. Number three, stress your positive intent. Again, just state that you see their potential. You're glad that they're there and you want this conversation to go in a positive direction. So you're saying the words, this is going to be a positive conversation. Um, You're setting the tone as the leader. Number four, be specific, give very specific feedback. So there's no misunderstanding over words or the different interpretations that we can all have of different words. Don't, and going with that, don't drag up other similarly related issues if you don't have to. Number five is listen, give them time to process and allow it to be a two-way conversation. Ask for their feedback and ask how you can support them in doing this work. Ask for what they need to be successful. Make sure that they have all the tools that they need. Number six is end by giving them enough time to course correct, ask their input and and also with some words of faith that you have in their abilities to to accomplish these things and make these changes. A lot of people don't know or realize that they're capable of change. But if, if you say it, if you say that you see it in them, 
then well then they have all the fuel they need to rise up to that expectation so it's really really a cool thing to see it just like gets me <laughs> emotional kind of but that's all I have for you guys today. Those are my six tips. Remember to continue to build trust within your team by stating your intent before every meeting and setting the vision for that, taking responsibility of where that goes. If you guys enjoyed this, please leave me a review, um, a rating or review, and also share it to your story. Um, I'm so, so happy to be connecting with you on here. Um, Please follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. It's Natalia with two A's, Hayes. And I'm so excited to talk to you guys next time. God bless. Hey.